0: Secret Friends Unite.
1: Thank you to Manscaped for making this podcast possible. Go to manscaped.com, get 20% off and free shipping with code SFU. Thank you, Manscaped, and I'm with the show. Welcome to the Secret Friends Unite podcast, episode 403. This is your guide to the geek side. And before we go further in the podcast, you can get all of our podcasts on our Secret Friends Unite network feed. You get Star Wars, you get the the Holocron Chronicles for all things Star Wars, Code 47 for all things Star Trek. You get Co op Mode for video games, and then SFU Prime for all things nerd. Please rate us. Give us a review. We'd love to hear what you like about the podcast. It lets people know that we're out there and gets us more notice. When you're done listening, you can go watch our podcast where you see the hijinks, unfurl, backgrounds, crazy things, guest stars, pets. You never know. Uh, But we're all there. Uh, YouTube has all of our videos. We're going to have more content. Mark's been doing some some, some uh, snapshots. I did her uh, open box of the God of War, and you can check there. Uh, subscribe and leave a comment, and we'd love to hear from you. Uh, and with that, the plugs are done. I am Todd Oxtra, one of your hosts, joined by Charlie Carden. Mm-hmm.
0: Ooh, Thanksgiving weekend this has been good. I've been sick on and off, whatever. Did some Black Friday stuff, you know, which always destroys your hope and humanity. But uh, now I'm home, and we're doing this. <laughs> you you got a you got a good deal on being sick. I did. Well, April wanted we a new set of pots and pans, We were at JCPenney's yesterday, and let me tell you, yuck. <laughs> <laughs> J C Penny's still around, folks. I know that's what going. You know that's. How I was walking around the mall. And I was saying, you know. I, malls are just so feast or famine they have mm-hmm. they have this day then they have an influx of the next 30 days and then once they get to January it's another 11 months of like nothing I mean I can't exactly. imagine can't imagine yeah. what retail shopping looks like or to be someone who manages a store or manages a mall I, it sounds like a nightmare to me
1: total yeah. nightmare it- and we're 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 pledging to do more local shopping this year, support more local businesses. Um, you know, unless we're shipping product, you know, shipping gifts, it's a little harder to do that. But local's good, you know, so yeah. comic book shops count, uh, someone who makes cool stuff, uh, buying local treats and things like that. So I think we're gonna do more of that and put a little more thought versus just here's an Amazon gift card or you know, click, boom, done. Damn uh, it. That's you know? exactly
0: what we're gonna do for our kids this year. No, my son is into my my our adult son, Nathaniel's into taxidermy, which is a weird. Hobby, but he's like, Well, I sure hope somebody gets me something off of my list. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so I know that April really wants to. Or stuffing? I know it's just it's weird. It's just it's weird stuff. But speaking of weird stuff, I was so happy that I got to pick the cover this week. And I did some back and forth. I found like He-Man and the Masters of the Universe, or I found a that Mask, which was that 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 actually that figure that, you know, that toy series from the 80s they were talking about. I finally landed on Star Wars the original Marvel series from 1977, uh, issue number three. And the reason I like this so much is that it's a depiction that looks nothing like, A, anything that happened in the comics, but B, the characters are totally wonky. The stormtroopers that they show, they show one from the side and one from the back. Their mask looks, looks like somebody hit them in the face with a frying pan. You know, the laser beams are like, it looks like a phaser from Star Trek. It's like a Long beam, but the most striking thing uh, is Chewbacca is simply Bigfoot with, and he's wearing a <laughs> stash. And yeah, it's like, I can't tell. You know, Luke has his lightsaber ignited, which never happens in the movie except for when he first gets it. Um, Leia, he's double fisted. Yeah, he's double fisted. Leia has her blaster, which she doesn't when they run through the Death Star because they all have, you know, Imperial weapons and stuff. So it's just a very much a misnomer and it just looks. Stupid, but you know what? People were smoking it up. The first six issues of the Star- Marvel Star Wars from two seven was a, an adaptation of, of a New Hope of the first film, movie. Mm-hmm. so that makes sense, you know. And and again, whoever was drawn it was probably doing it like a year beforehand, so obviously they'd not seen the movie or even seen really reliable storyboards. But really, in retrospect, it looks ridiculous.
1: You know, I'll, I'll give him credit. Uh, Han and Leia don't look too bad. Luke does yeah. look a lot different, especially when you've got an image of Luke in the corner, like the Marvel box. Right. And it's like, oh, that
0: Luke looks a little different. Yeah. Right, right. Exactly. But yeah, Chewbacca is like, he doesn't have a weapon because he's like nine feet tall. And he's like, he does. He looks like a Chupacabra crossed with Bigfoot. It's just it's not He's the, name.
1: what is it, the Sasquatch? The, the Jack League Sasquatch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he is. is he's, he, he's, cra- he's, he's gone mad for beef jerkies on Rampage. So, yeah, and let's see
1: who, who, who did the uh, fantastic work is that, on that, is that Archie uh, comic Dylan? book? I think that's Archie. Um, let's see. I'm trying to pull it up. Let's see. Uh, uh, wow, some of these covers are great. Like 107, the last issue, they're fantastic. Oh, yeah, it's got me in the wrong order unfortunately let that, me go by release date let me see
0: that series was my gateway into comics and it's a story i tell all the time first comic i ever got was this series issue number 65 at the at the pharmacy in the, the village which was a little shopping area in my hometown of Grossmont, michigan so i love this series but much like the vast majority of star wars eu it's mostly garbage
1: and and none of it canon so and, and you know try it to throw it in the trash throw, throw it up trash. uh it might be worth money but who cares it's not worth reality all right uh, did you find your answer uh, okay i roy thomas howard shaken howard, howard shaken is Shakin. like a, a classic artist i mean right. and he okay. was fantastic Yeah. so I'm, i don't know if he did the cover though i know I, I, he I, did I, nobody did. knows because
0: there's no signature on the cover it seems like a big throwaway but anyway One thing that is never a big throwaway is the hot tips that we get from our number one news correspondent. I'm talking about that 122-year-old gal down at the corner of Hollywood and Vine, Madam Web, who's got all the goods for us. So let's go.
1: Now it's time for Madam Web's rumors and news. Take it away, boys. Thank you, Madam Web. Madam Web, you know, I don't tend to get involved in your love life, but you know what? I've got a feeling there's a newly divorced man from the Big Mouse that probably needs a little bit of personal care. So, Madam Webb, if you're looking for somebody to cheer up this holiday, check out Bob Chapik. You know what? He needs some love. You're looking to score big time with a guy who probably got a big golden parachute. You know what? I'm sure you two can be happy forever.
0: You know what? Instead of Bob Chapik, maybe it's Bob Chapick because his ass is so chapped, because they set him on fire to get him out of there. Pew! Yes. Yes. So,
1: uh, big news. This came out of nowhere. We are really in a slow news week, and this one kind of blew the roof off of the house. Um, if oh, you want the Star Wars, oh, oh, oh. the House of Mouse. The House of Mouse. Yes, that's right. If you want the Star Wars perspective that's really focused on that, go listen to Hawkeorn Chronicles. They had Mm -hmm. uh, Akira on that show. They talked about that from a Star Wars perspective. We're going to talk about the Disney change of leadership from uh, overall geek lens. So all the franchises, everything, what does it mean for Disney um, for there? Because they brought back Bob Iger, essentially after a 12 month absence, uh, Chapik became the new CEO. Iger came around, stayed around for about 11 months because of the um, the COVID situation, and then Chapik's essentially been doing it on his own for the last 12 months. Um, essentially, let go, and we got a memo from
0: Bob Iger to employees that says,
1: "I'm really surprised I'm back." But we're gonna change some things.
0: <laughs> oh, stepdad's coming in and changing all the rules. Um, so yeah, I will admit, you know, and I would said this over in Helicron as well that I, not following this quite as closely as obviously as Mark was as Carol was. Um, but obviously there are you know there's some some bad blood or there's a, there's a bit of a vibe that Chapik was um, was was chopping things up uh that uh things in the parks were not so great you know prices were going up and people's hours were being cut or benefits or something mark had something to say about it so so i will say to you what i kind of said to them is that i'll be i'll be your canvas you tell me what you think and then we'll go from there because i just don't have hardcore like a. don't have a real position on this one but i'm i'm curious on how this will affect, obviously, the, you know, the, sure. two, the two biggest IPs that most people who listen to our shows care about the Marvel and the Star Wars. So I'm all ears. Yeah. I'm, so I'm all is, ears.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like mouse. The, the mouse. Yeah, exactly. Right, exactly. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, the big perspective is there has been a decline with Disney. You've watched their stock price uh, through several things. They've tried to do basically some cost-cutting measures, and that's where uh, Chapek has came in. He basically uh, was doing things at the park's, to increase the revenue and essentially decreased customer satisfaction. Like their reservation program went away. They brought a new one in where you had to pay and, and different things like just to even get a place in line, you had to reserve your stuff in the first thing in the morning, reserve a park potentially months away. Um, and then he also raised the price of ESPN plus all, you know, Hulu and Disney added ads. So he's done a lot of things there in the meantime. Um, their latest results were $1.5 billion in streaming losses last quarter alone. This is streaming, just streaming alone. Wow. This is like their big bet. This is their big yeah. bet that they made.
0: And that's, yeah. the, that's the big get because I think we all really know that that's where the entertainment industry is going because everybody's sitting on their couches in their houses, in their couches in their houses with the mouses. Uh, I mean, that's really in, in a lot of ways where entertainment is is. Headed uh, And certainly post-COVID, everybody got so used to sitting at home. For a while, we were getting Hollywood movies at home and it was, you know, no big, go- you know, I paid 20 bucks and then I own Black Widow, which I, I don't think they have ever gone back and watched it, but I owned it and I could share it with my mom and some other people who use our accounts. Shh, they haven't cracked down on that yet, but they will. They're gonna get me. Um, so yeah, without streaming and without the growth of streaming, as competitive as it's gonna come. And Todd, I know something that you've said is that it's competitive, but I think it's gonna be you know like a I'm paraphrasing. It's gonna be like a cockfight, and eventually, you know, the strongest will survive, and you'll start to see people have to kind of pair together. But but Disney's the big fish, right? I mean, Star Wars, Marvel, all the stuff they have, out.
1: yeah, and they, they have the most subscribers, which it costs them to get those subscribers. They lowballed, and that's what they do. Build the number's up and something good will happen. You know, all of the things essentially that were already in place, Bob Iger decided to do. Um, Chapic did some last minute things. So any right. of the long range things like Disney Plus, that's all Iger's plan. That was his big plan. And uh, because of that, I think we're finding that streaming is not the most profitable business in the world um, because you have to continually create new content. If you'll make it compelling, you got to spend a lot for it. Mm-hmm. And unless you keep raising your cost of streaming, um, you can only get so many people. I mean, right. I mean, Disney's only going to be able to go to... We've increased by 500% so often because they're right. essentially worldwide now. There's just limits to that. So what can they do to be more successful, make more money? And that was all what Chappick was doing. It was unpopular, but he realized we have to start... Like cutting our like cutting our losses and making money, which Iger was like had a longer plan to get there. So, but right. you know, you saw the stock of Disney go down, all those things. They lost revenue streams with movies. So, right. um, there's going to be a change, we think, with Disney because even Iger put, "We're going to restructure." When mm-hmm. you restructure, jobs are going to be lost. They're going to probably change some things in their approach to strategy. But by Bob Iger versus Chappie, Chepik's not a product guy he's not like the creative guy bob Iger started a a programming at back in i believe in abc then went to buena vista entertainment which was disney's like video and that type of arm so he's got a background in 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 relationships and making entertainment so i think that's where they got derailed a little bit and you saw them go so heavily into disney plus that they essentially have had less releases in theaters um and they've done some things where i think it's also time to 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 they're going to shake some things up from who is leading the divisions from ABC. they might be selling off some things like ESPN because sports gets very expensive Mm -hmm. and Disney doesn't have a lot of money to acquire. They've got to sell things off to acquire. So to do that is going to be
0: a challenge. Their last big acquisition was, was Fox and that was the acquisition exactly. of the Lifetime. What the hell was that? 72 billion. It was billion 70 billion yeah, compared exactly. to four
1: with Star Wars, uh, four with, with, with Marvel. I mean, so right. the, the equivalent, and that was just to gain a lot of properties and right. things like that. Next question that Disney has to place is um, they don't completely own Hulu yet. They have to buy out Comcast Universal, <laughs> which still owes a big portion. So now is how are they going to pay them off? When, right. like i said they have to sell something off um is hulu where they want to be do they want to have one service right. um you know I was oh, yeah. a big fan of putting adult content in a- disney plus but again so? let's get
0: it there yeah. yeah globally uh hulu where hulu doesn't exist that that you know that content is in australia and in canada and yeah. other places is just on disney plus but again it's um it, it's it's age gated like you said so yeah what's the what's the rub against doing the age gating if it's Going to completely be like, let's get rid of it. You know what I mean? So yeah, that that seems to be a head scratcher. But to me, yeah. uh, could be like you said. You know, if they need to raise capital or pay debts, uh, it's going to be through offloading something that is that doesn't make sense because it's a duplication in business. They're like, not going to sell their parks.
1: Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, their biggest kidding. asset they have right now is ESPN, right. um, and it might be hard to find a suitor for that because right. sports sports every year gets more expensive to own the rights to it. That's why your cable right. bill is so high because right. I think ESPN gets a chunk of that. And, right. and that ESPN chunk is getting smaller and smaller every year because there's right. less cable subscribers. Oh so, yeah.
0: Except yeah. for all your cord cutter friends. I, you know, I should subscribe to that group myself just to troll it or just to, to think about trolling it. Cause it's, it's hilarious. It's oh, a good time.
1: Yeah. So, <laughs> I, so ultimately, so what are they going to do? So they've got a couple areas they've got to work on streaming, Um, they have to understand their approach to streaming. Um, uh, Disney stock is down approximately 40% down this year. Um, they want to look at, um, uh, you know, how do they balance streaming and releases? Do they change it, Charlie, from going from Mm -hmm. like 45 days later, you get the movie, or is it going to be like six months? We want to ring up all the revenue from the theater first. So you don't skip it in theater. I think that's that's what they probably
0: need to do. Six months is good. It's, I mean, forty-five days, uh, ninety days makes more sense to me. Three months. That if something really has legs, like a great example is Top Gun Maverick, which is finally dropping at Christmas time. So that's six months, if I'm not mistaken. Exactly. I mean, yeah, exactly. Because people couldn't. They, I could because it's such a big deal, people didn't want to wait. 45 right. days people didn't want to wait so right. um,
1: but that's but yeah.
0: that's a once a year blockbuster kind of deal you know what I mean I mean Marvel had you know stinkers this year I don't know I didn't I haven't really paid attention to the the Wakanda forever numbers but they were better than Black Adams I mean we did talk about that but um, Marvel didn't have a runaway hit this year
1: dr Strange was one of the biggest movie launch, like movies like If you look at it, Charlie, it did very well. Yeah, Um, yeah. So it's like it's because it actually had a theater to go to less competition because there was very few movies this summer, too. So less competition started at the right time. Thor did okay. um, But, uh, you know, so I I think there's going to be an approach to say streaming is important, but it is not the most important because it limits your income. And without Mm -hmm. that, we can't and we talk about this, like some of the stuff on Disney plus doesn't look great. It looks kind of cheap. And it's like, well, that's not compelling, especially star Wars where right. everybody loves Andor, and the number one thing they point out. is like, it looks incredible versus right. doesn't look like it's on a green screen. I think if you're going to make something compelling right. and to spend your six bucks and yeah. watch it. Yeah. Right. I mean, you got to raise the bar if that's true. what we're going to say.
0: True. 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 All right. Let's wrap this up and move on because there's no easy answer to this one. What is Ryan Reynolds cooking over with Deadpool, my goodness. What's this all? What's going on here?
1: Yeah, and this seems like something that, you know, now that the idea is out, Ryan Reynolds was great about kind of putting things out there, and then it's like how Deadpool got, you know, essentially people wanted Deadpool because that right. little that little snippet with Shoop and everything got out to people like, we want Deadpool. Okay, right. we're making Deadpool. Right. And he's basically said before the Disney uh, acquisition of Fox and things like that, he essentially had written a full Deadpool Christmas movie, oh um, which... In a way, it kind of makes sense considering what we're seeing now with like these one shots and goofy things. Deadpool already did the um the, the the what was it the special uh PG edition
0: of Deadpool two yeah, I with Fred it. Savage. I, 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 we you know? watched a bit of that. It had it had some amusement, I suppose. But yeah, yeah. Once upon a Deadpool, I guess is what what's it's called. Deadpool,
1: there you go. Yeah. So, I mean, I could see this being something that could go on a Disney Plus, like in a one-shot, like the Guardians of the Galaxy special. Something like this, where it would just be a lot of fun, get enough people involved. Probably wouldn't take a lot of, you know, a 45-minute, 40-minute special like those, where it doesn't require a lot of resources. But it's a big thing, Uh, you know, around the holidays, kind of like the werewolf – once the. Whoa,
0: whoa, night. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Once if upon a you were, were going to say once, once upon a werewolf. I like it.
1: I yeah, love we're it. We're just going to continue with that. Once upon, yeah. yeah. Right. But I, but this could be a lot of fun. And you just think of like as much you know things they could bring in the goofiness, the play on it. Because there was a, uh, I don't know if you remember this, Charlie. There was a one shot back in the day. It was the Lobo paramilitary Christmas special. No,
0: not it at was, all. Where was that?
1: The, this came out in the 90s, and it was hilarious. Over the top, Lobo, you know, was the, he was kind of like the initial, like, well, no, over I, the top, ultra-violent and stuff, and they had a one-shot. And it was all about
0: Lobo well, had well, an enemy now, with Santa Claus. Now, hold on. You, it, it was a comic? Oh, Yeah. Okay, that's where you were throwing me. I'm like, no, Lobo's never been on anything. So I was- No, enjoying. well, he's been on cartoons and things, which is just- Well, I really suppose. But yeah, he's he's, yeah. he's Deadpool and Wolverine kind of smashed together, isn't he? Because he's kind of he's kind of scuzzy and funky looking. Absolutely, yeah. Look, he yeah. is that, you know, he's kind of tongue in cheek.
1: Yeah. Um, the comic came out in 1991. So really right. kind of before even Deadpool became on the scene. So he kind yeah. of was that original one, that irreverent, Breaks a fourth wall, right. overly violent. I mean, right. I remember his comics, and they were great. Overly yeah, so. violent. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So I mean, nah. so I could see you know doing something like this. Like we're getting that Santa Claus movie, um, Violent Night. No.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, some- yeah. That's and that's that what's one too. Yeah, Violent Night yeah. with David Harbor. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm sure we'll be talking about that one. So, uh, well, interesting. Well, all right. Well, let me. Did you find I, it? I'm assuming this might. What uh,
1: the the Deadpool oh, yeah. or that. The I comic you came out in 1991. It. Oh, there yeah, you go. The, the logo. yeah, came out 1991. It's probably on Charlie. Maybe we'll read that for a review and get into comics cuz that we can, you know, a comic theme about the holiday comics and stuff oh, could be a lot of Exactly.
0: Fun. There you go. Well, uh, segueing so back into some Marvel news and I, you know, I'm one of the few people when it comes to Spider-Man No Way Home, it was great. I've never watched it again because it just kind of bummed me out. I know i've mentioned that before it was great and i do own it and certainly it's other places to be found but yeah i just it was such a bummer to me uh, even though as you pointed out, it was very true to form for Spider-Man. You know, his life is is kind of a bummer. But killing off Aunt May, and sorry spoilers for a movie that's a year old. Um, but well, Charlie, uh, if you're not gonna kill Uncle Ben off, you gotta kill somebody off, right? Well, they killed Uncle Ben off, they just didn't make a big deal. Uh, well, we about didn't it. see it on if
1: it did if we don't see a body, Charlie, didn't <laughs> yeah, happen. Didn't happen. He's still out there. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well anyway,
0: yeah, it was about Whoa, a year ago. Clone Uncle Ben. That's what yeah, we're gonna I get. There is nobody in Spider Man who I mean, they had an entire the clone conspiracy, which is about three or four years ago. Literally everybody got cloned. So there is a clone of of literally everyone in the Spider-Verse, you name it, they've been cloned. But they all um, have goatees. No, that's that. That's from the mirror universe. That's different. Uh, glasses. When you have a clone, that's what they, have they should do in West the multiverse.
1: Is- like if you're from the multiverse, you get
0: something different. Like you have an yeah. like, eye patch. Your hair is parted in the opposite direction. They did that. They did that so. when they did that on Star Trek. When Riker had his transporter clone, his hair was parted in a different way. Y'all ones. right
1: with it? Your hair you was become, different. Like left-handed. If you're left-handed, you're right-handed. That's there you what go. It is.
0: Just a little differences. But anyway, yeah, it was about a year ago that Spider Spider-Man Away from Home swept through. It was it was a billion-dollar movie at the end of last year, and then obviously oh, yeah, the for this year. Um so anyway, not surprising that um that they're cranking through, obviously making a fourth one, which is funny because they've never been able to, you know, Tom Holland then becomes the longest reigning Spider-Man because we had Toby for well, you know this. We had Toby. For three of his own movies, plus the plus this one we're talking about, we had Andy Garfield for two, plus the one we're talking about. So that's three. So then will this will be the fo- well? It's this will be the fourth one for Tom Holland. But he also played the character in other movies. He was he was an Endgame. He was in Infinity War. Oh, yeah. He was in Civil War. So he's like the Spider guy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so not surprising that they're cranking through. Rumors are flying around that you know Spider Four is in massive uh, production. Um, Yeah, I mean, I'd love to see it come back. And I know the most predictable thing is like, well, the curse gets undone and everybody knows him again because I mean that's it's predictable, but it's what I want because I felt I just the whole thing just made me feel so bad. I mean, Peter Parker's always had it tough, but to be completely erased and then he has to take the GED and he's living in a crappy apartment. He doesn't have any friends. That was almost it was almost too sad even for Peter Parker, the guy who can never win. You know what I mean? But everybody, you know, but everybody loved the movie because, again, mm-hmm. it brought together all the things that people were the most crazy about uh, when it came to Spider-Man, which was, you know, the established franchise and the established villains. And I get it, but it just, it just kind of bummed me out. Sorry. I know I'm very much in the minority about Spider-Man No Way Home.
1: Oh, I, I loved it. I thought it was great. So much fun. I, I loved how like, so, they...
0: So much fun, Misery. <laughs>
1: Well, I loved it that other Spider-Men got kind of their redemption because just think about it. those other franchises, people come away with a, well, two was good and, oh, God, yeah. man, Jamie Foxx is blue. I yeah. felt like those those franchises <laughs> right. got a redemption arc, which I think, you know, it's kind of like people are like, oh, they suck. I'm like, at the time – the Spider-Man franchise was huge. It was like the biggest. Oh, thing on the Tobey in the early two thousands.
0: Yeah. Right. I mean, because in, in only a couple of years before that, we had the X-Men movie. You know, exactly. so you had X-Men and Spider-Man, and there was this was pre-Disney, so those were but that was Fox and Sony. respectively. And then we had the Fantastic Four after that, right? So right. Exactly. We got all these,
1: all these non. You know, non properties that are not really done. Well, I guess Fantastic Four was being. You know, they were still being done by Marvel. Uh, you know, someone well, was Marvel, doing it was, them. It was in still, a way. You
0: know, it was all still Kevin Kevin Feige though, wasn't it? Mm. Uh no, it was A.V. Av Rod. Remember that? No, I thought Feige had a, has always had a finger in in all of that stuff. I, he might have been a producer, but A.V. Rod right. at the time was the right. mastermind no, behind idea, yeah. all the properties at the time, right. which is exactly. You know, not too bad for what he got out of it, I guess. I was going to say, you know what? People saw those movies and they loved them. And again, looking at it through a lens we of still got Ghostwriter, right <laughs> yeah, <Next> Cage. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you know, Monday morning quarterbacking that shit after twenty years, it, it a lot of it looks like shit. That's true. But at the time, and you and I were grown; we were out of college. When one of those movies came mm-hmm. out. We were just, you know, yeah. starting our adult lives and stuff. But still, as geeks, we were going to see and just be like, "Oh my god, the world is opening up to you know everybody liking liking our stuff." So, um, so anyway. Yes, I'm. Do hoping. we know? Do we know if they have an agreement with Marvel still? I mean,
1: I know they had the three movies and and Andrew Gar or, uh, and um, uh, Tom Holland. Let's Tom Holland had certain money. I mean, as of right now, the way they did it, I think that's the way they did it was because like basically we say we could step away from the MCU and now do our own thing. I hope they don't because right. Sony's got a horrible live action track record. Big so
0: time. well, yeah. Let's not talk about Morbius and Venom and Venom Carnage or oh my god. God, I mean, that'll be a fantastic crossover, oh like a turn in the wind. Well, Thank they, you. What well, were they doing, Craven? And, of course, our own, you know, we should speak with some respect because our this is our own Madam Web. It's her time to shine. Um, that's true. You know, we really should. You know, I mean, it, it, you know, and maybe we're talking from the heart because obviously it's, you know, it's herful to us to think that we can lose her. But she hopes they all fail, Charlie, and she hopes her movie is the only one that's good. Exactly. She stands. She stands above. So anyway. Uh, I would expect news about this in the news because yeah, this is a cash cow nobody's going to ever let go of, so it will go on. But anyway, next one's yours. Okay, well, uh, this one's a little
1: confusing to me, but we'll we'll figure it out as we go uh, exactly. along. Yeah. Apparently, the, 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 we're going to talk about the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, but James Gunn, you know, this is his. You know, he's got one more movie to put out for uh for for Disney and Marvel, and then he's essentially done. But uh, this essentially brings phase four to a conclusion i believe and and with that we got a lot of weird like cameos and like shout outs to things we got batman and we'll we'll go into the rest of them there but yeah it was it was pretty fun uh so apparently though um they supposedly pass, and this is this was what I thought was funny because I mentioned this. So in the the movie, they were talking about how do we get to Kevin, you know, Kevin Bacon's house? Well, it was a map to the stars, and I right. was looking at things, and and I missed this, but apparently they showed the locations of John Cena and Margot Robbie on the
0: house of right. stars or exactly oh my goodness yeah uh, yeah no I, I, I because it was it was just such a micro snap of it that yeah i would have missed as well so um i was trying to figure out the well we'll talk about this later but yeah Kevin using playing. like the real the, the the vague map they had to figure out where they're at <laughs> exactly yeah right um and yeah i just yeah there's a lot of stuff we can talk about that but i it's like kinda it creepy though isn't
1: it that yeah, do you know where celebrities live. Right. That seems like a, such an old thing to do. Now it's like
0: they don't want people knowing where they live and showing well, up. And well, especially you know. not based on what ends up happening uh, with exactly. uh, the Guardians movie. That's a terrible example. So alien abduction is reality, apparently. I guess, but anyway, we we will get into that in a moment. So all right, I picked this last story. Simply because, as we mentioned at the top of the segment, it's very slow news week with Thanksgiving. But uh, we've been talking about Archie Comics. We've had some conversation in the Discord, and then our our, uh, number 400 issue uh, for episode 400 a couple weeks back was an Archie comic. Uh, Archie Comics reviving its superpower take on Batman. That would be Bob phantom returning <laughs> in a new number right. one. and i mean just to look at this outfit so this guy's got a cowl but this, this is just it's not a smart outfit his neck is exposed the top of his head is exposed and like batman his face is exposed and his arms i mean this guy and again he's wearing spandex and he looks just look at this photograph he's just kind of flailing uh, i just don't feel like yeah yeah there's a there's a full fledged if you uh he just basically looks like he fell backwards off the building if you look at this cover oh. yeah what what's the deal with Bob Phantom so they they're bringing him back uh so yeah. he
1: so, yeah, so apparently I was looking a little bit about this. So apparently uh, Bob Phantom was created uh, by uh, in Blue Ribbon Comics. Number two, written by Harry Shorten, illustrated by Irv Novick, published 1939 by MLJ, oh, okay. which is now Archie Comics. Oh, okay. Um, and OK, by day, he's Walter Whitney, a fledging theater columnist with the Wild Imagine Nation. But by night, he's Bob Phantom, the scourge of the underworld. Or is he? You get his powers to become immaterial, Walt beats up criminals, then breaks the news of his exploits in his newspaper column. But New York City is not as night as as is not as what it was. As with less crime, that means less news. So if there's no crime left to fight, there's only one thing to do: create enemies. Is Bob Phantom really the scourge of
0: the underworld, or its leader? Oh, what a, what, wow. a ju- what a what juxtaposition of the concept. Plus, I don't know if anyone who lives in New York City would think that there was there was. A lot less crime in New York City. Like, I mean, less crime than the 70s because that was the that was always the pinnacle of of crime in the 70s. And New York City was a cesspool and drugs and prostitution and all this different stuff. But yeah, I don't think that you know New York City is you know Shangri La these days. So, um, but yeah, how bizarre, yeah. And they say they updated his hero. this was their this was their move towards the update. Uh So, yeah, he's he's got a yeah. green sleeveless costume with black booties with red tips uh, and a long flowing red cape. And then I already kind of described his cowl. It's a little bit like Hawkeye from the comics. But it, like I said, the top of his head is exposed and his neck is exposed. So anybody with a gun or a knife is going to it's going to walk him dead. This guy touch him on top of the head and the neck. It's just it's a bad situation. So he's going to be like a fake hero, like uh I'm drawing a blank. There's, there's some pressure. like
1: century, maybe I don't yeah, know. There yeah, go. somebody yeah. who was, it's, a, it's
0: very odd sets things up to make himself look great. Like, uh, I mean, it's, you know, it's a huge trope, and I'm just drawing a blank on an example of it. But it's like, oh, you know, like Ant Man and like Hank Pym did it in the comics back in the '80s when it was the Trial of Ant Man, and he set up a robot to come in that was gonna mm-hmm. tear up the courtroom, and he was gonna. He was going to deactivate it and save the day and blah, blah. And then he wasn't able to do it. And ultimately, his estranged wife, you know Janet, did it and exposed him. And so he went to jail anyway. So, yeah, that's what always happens, Bob Phantom. So get out while the getting is good. But, yes, this uh, will drop in uh, next week, November. So yeah, See,
1: Charlie, it's, it's that, that evil liberal media, right? They're, they're creating
0: fake stories and creating all these things. See, you, you are fake news. Oh my goodness. So yes. Uh, anybody who is, uh, an Archie what do they call fans of Archie comics? Archie heads are archerons. Anybody who's an archeron, uh, on, uh, yeah. Add us over on Twitter at secret friends. You let us know, uh, when you've, uh, done an update for, uh, reading Bob phantom. So with that, the news ends, but what doesn't end is our conversation about a little company called Manscaped. You can support secret friends unite, uh, by purchasing Manscaped's wonderful product. They are the best in men's below the waist grooming, their products, precision engineer tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join 6 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you, 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code SFU at manscaped.com. And Todd, I say it every week. I hope I'm right. It's not 18 million. It's 12 million and six balls. Yes. Are are taken care of by Manscaped because that's you, me and Mark. So $12 million yes,
1: and, and Charlie, let me just tell you, um, it's that time of the year, uh, seasons for gift giving. So, you know, please, if you'd love to support SFU, please go there. Because, you know, ho, 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 you don't want to say ho, ho, no, by using a bad group of trimming Ooh, tools. No. Santa Balls is going to be coming, giving gifts. And the best thing you can do is he's checking his list, checking who's naughty or nice and who's not grooming. And you better be on that nice list of groomers and use these products because I do. Uh, I I shave my head with a lawnmower uh, twice a week and trim everything else up. Use that uh, crop uh, preserver to make everything Mm -hmm. feel nice and
0: tight and clean. Yes, indeed. And I did I did experiment with the uh with with the the weed whacker, the little ear and nose tool just yesterday. Loved it. Great results because the, the the those nose hairs, ooh, boy, that's a tough one to get that right. And no so, yeah. and
1: you didn't impale
0: yourself, Charlie. So. Yes, exactly. It's not still stuck in my nostril. So anyway, manscaped.com, code SFU to save yourself twenty percent. And with that, Todd, time to get down to Skugtown. We gotta get u- Uber I think they, they're calling themselves Uber negative because uh, they're the they're the off-grid Uber. That's who's going to be able to take us down to Skugtown. I'm talking about Nastyville. The Geek Easy awaits. Let's go. Talk nerdy to me.
1: Talk nerdy to me. We're sitting at the Geek Easy. Drinks are poured, and we are ready to get our nerd on. And wow, we, wow, we're in the midst of a lot of content. Holiday stuff is happening. Um uh, I will be going to see some movies because I've got Monday off, so I'm going to go see, uh, probably going to see either um, The Menu or right. That Devotion movie.
0: We wanted to go see that today, and I was a little under the weather, so we did not. But, yeah, The the, the Menu looks great. But but first up uh, was, and Todd, I tried to get you to watch it, but you were like, oh, it's too daunting. I just can't. Uh, the series finale of The Walking Dead, the original, uh, which has been on since 2010, finally wrapped up with its... It's trifolded season 11. It, it was It was. It was split into an A, B, and C, um, I think because, you know, COVID threw things off in season... Or no, it might, this season might have even started with COVID. This could have been like a two-year season, if I'm not mistaken. But at any rate, uh, if you're not hip to what was going on in the series, which, Todd, I know that's what kind of turned you off to it, there is a great recap video, which I shared with Todd, which we might even stick that in the show notes or certainly share it on Twitter. Um, but for those who are watching... Uh, the big conflict, certainly in the last third, or even I think going back into season ten, was the the largest community conglomeration that our people had bumped into was called the Commonwealth, based in Ohio. So that kind of tells you everything you need to know right there. Oh, and I and it's cool. I found
1: this map. Where was did it? they where did they start off in? Because if they're in Ohio now. Uh, Rick was in
0: Texas, right? No, 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 no. They're, they're oh. in Ohio. <clears throat> You're thinking of it's Fear the Walking Dead. They're in Texas. That's where that show takes place. Oh, I uh, thought because Rick, Rick is a kind of cowboy. and everything. He's in the Rick, South, right? No, Rick was. A, he was a sheriff. That's why he had the hat. They started out near Atlanta. Eventually, they move to to Virginia, which is where Alexandria is, but also the hilltop and the kingdom. That's all in Metro DC and Maryland and and that area. So the Commonwealth is obviously not close by. So our people encounter the Commonwealth, and the Commonwealth is 50,000 people, and they have a huge military force where the people are kind of dressed like stormtroopers, except for the lead guy who wears orange instead, who eventually becomes one of the good guys. But uh, yeah, the Commonwealth is one of this. They're kind of like the Cardassians in Star Trek. Yeah, we'll help you out. And then they, they take every They eventually end up taking everything over. Um, so this is about our people's fight to get it back. Uh, in the end, uh, they are victorious in defeating the evil governor, Pamela Milton, who is this woman who she's the ultimate Karen. Short-blown did we say spoiler, Charlie, can- by the way? Well, it doesn't matter if we did. It's too late. But spoilers. Hey, <laughs> spoilers are <laughs> happening. Yes. Spoilers are happening. Yeah. Yeah. Buckle up. Um, but yes, by defeating the evil Pamela Milton, uh, and full spoilers in effect, uh, when the show wraps up, a year goes by. Everybody recovers. We lost two people. We lost Luke, who was played by the excellent Dan Fogler. That was kind of a bummer. Everybody loves Dan Fogler, and we lose a heritage uh, a heritage character. We lose Rosita. So sorry. I mean, yeah, she oh god, did, I didn't show she was still around. Yeah, no, she got she got bit, but it wasn't bad. But she eventually reveals it to Eugene because she and Eugene they amputated close at now. the waist. Yeah, they had, to, they had to chop her head off. That was because it was on her back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm fine now. I was um, going to say, can't keep a head alive? Oh. No, can't. Well, they can, but just not really alive. But anyway, a year goes by and and uh, Ezekiel takes over as head of the Commonwealth. And, and this is – Maggie says, hey, you know what? It's time for us to branch out and see what else is out there. And so Daryl says, I'm going to go out there and keep – doing something or other. And so we know that he's going to end up in France. Don't know how. Um, and then uh, we we cut away to Michonne, who we've not seen for over a season. Because, Todd, I was telling you a little bit about this in the pre-roll. Right before she left the show, um, she stumbled upon in her, you know, voyages, she stumbled upon a derelict boat. And in this derelict boat was Rick's boots and an An iPhone with no screen on. Sorry, you can see the screen now. And there was an etching with some writing in Japanese, of all things. And he had drawn a picture of himself and their daughter, Judith. And so she's like, he's still alive. And she dedicated himself to finding him. I don't know how that's going to help her find him. Is he a good artist? Is a I, really good artist? <laughs> it, was, it was impressive. I don't know. I, and I don't know how she reads Japanese. But anyway, what we <laughs> what we see in these last few, um, the last like two minutes of this finale is, you know, Michonne uh, looking at the phone, she's sitting around a fire or something. But then you cut to a man sitting by the side of a river. And that man is Rick Grimes. His hair's all shaggy and his beard's out. And he's wearing a jacket with the symbol of the CRM, which is they're bigger. They're the big, big, big super big bad that is influenced over the entirety of everything. They were in The Fear of the Walking Dead. They had their own miniseries, which was The World Beyond, which was about some kids. Um, and a lot of... a lot of the, So they're chasing him. They said, we caught you now, Rick, and blah, blah, blah. But anyway, she's closing in on finding him. Oh, no, excuse me. The thing where you saw Rick was set in the past, because that's when he threw his boots on this boat, which then drifts downriver, mm. and then Michonne finds it. So... The Walking Dead is going into – Fear of the Walking Dead coming back, which April and I are watching that now. Fear of the Walking Dead is weird. the first three seasons is one group of characters and then that char- group of characters goes away almost entirely when season four starts because then Morgan from the main show comes over and some other people start showing up. Um, yeah, and that shows th- – that's the one that's in Texas and there's also a nuclear okay. – nuclear missile goes off from that submarine that I told you there was that one shot that I liked that was yeah. all about submarine. That's where it came from. And there's like a Jesus level bad guy who is John Glover, which is it's in the seasons. Of oh, America. John Glover. Yeah. John Glover was the fear. Uh, uh, Lionel uh, Luther. <clears throat> yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so <clears throat> excuse me, this, so this wrapped up uh, and it's, it's a finale in so much that, you know, there's going to be some characters that you won't, See again on a regular basis, but it did spin off into two, three distinct spinoffs. Because you've got mm-hmm. Daryl Dixon going to France, apparently. Yep. Uh, you've got Maggie and Negan in the Island of the Dead, which is filming in Manhattan and probably winding down. And that's the one that they've told us is coming out this next April, which was mm-hmm. news that I thought was relatively recent. And then the Rick and Michonne one, which has not even started filming, but they've kind of. That's what? really what. Yeah, oh, wow, I thought they were making those things already. <laughs> no, and, no, because it was always for the longest time. Remember, it was oh, he's going to have three in the theater, you know, feature films or whatever, and oh, then it was God. just nothing. So yeah, so the, they really uh, didn't have a plan. They yeah, exactly. They had they had twelve percent of the plan. Um, oh so yeah, the thing that you're going to end up seeing is the in next April is the the uh, island the Isle of the Dead or Dead Dead Island mm-hmm. or Dead City or whatever it is with. With Maggie and Egan. So and they yeah, so and that's probably gonna be I, I watched a speculation video. And they said, Yeah, it could be like the the either I think the Last of Us video game or wasn't it somebody gets kidnapped and they gotta go rescue him or something, or I think that's what they said. But at any rate, um, I thought it was I thought it was very satisfactory finale, but again, there's no finality to it because now it's just simply moving on to take other forms. But I thought it was good. And again, April and I maybe a month ago said Let's watch the whole thing because seasons one through 10 are on Netflix. We watched them and then we get to season 11, which was in progress. That's over on the MC plus. We started watching that again and we, the timing was perfect. We, and we've been watching new episodes as, as, as they have returned, but we rewatched the penultimate episode, like the day before the finale then aired. So it all brought it all together. So in essence, if you want to know any of these details, Todd has said it to you. I have an excellent uh, forty-minute recap video that I found on YouTube that I'm happy to share. I, I think it's worth it. I think they, they wrapped it up as best as possible, but no, it's not the and We found the cure, and we're going to flip a switch and blah, blue. Blah, blah, blah. You know, that's just that's not how they're going to keep a franchise going. So I thought I thought it was satisfactory. Got it. Yeah. So I mean.
1: It, it had to end and it's not really ending because you've got more storylines going on right. taking it forward. So maybe they'll have a different approach. Each show will be a little bit different. And it's
0: the only way, I mean, that's what they, you know, and fear of the walking dead might surprise you is, Actually, pretty well rated by critics because it is it is different. They do take things differently. Different, you know. While everyone's fighting to survive, it's not always just the same. You know, we've gone from one killer one killer group to another is attacking right. our settlement. They don't have a settlement, They'll have a settlement. They'll get overrun, and then they're on the run, and they got to find the next thing, and then they you know find a submarine, and nuke, nuke goes off. So it's just they're doing different stuff. But yes, it's all the same backdrop. So
1: they never find somebody that's really cool and nice and let's just hang. No, we don't like them. They they know well, I me. Mean like soup
0: yeah exactly yeah there, there there is zero chill in the post-apocalyptic yeah. uh walker uh horror it's always land, uh, so. and
1: it's and it's always <laughs>
0: cannibals if that's going to be like they're really cool they just like to eat people yeah they did and that's what happened you remember in the original show after, oh, yeah. the, after they yep. ousted them for the prison they're all the yep. signs for terminus they get to terminus they're cannibals led by tashiar <laughs> she was yep, the main cannibal absolutely God oh my goodness! Yep. Oh my gosh! So anyway, then we, uh, Todd, we both saw the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, holiday special, which was uh, which mm-hmm. came out yesterday on Friday because we're recording this on Saturday, and it was you know it's <clears throat> it's episode length. It was like forty four minutes or something like that. Uh, you know, it, it it you know you get an establishment, esta- the you know kind of establishing uh, plot line is well, the Guardians have now purchased. Nowhere, which is the big celestial head that you see from the first film, and from Infinity War, and this is where I got lost. In Infinity War, and I guess the whole thing was Thanos using the reality stone, I thought the Collector was dead, but they said, well, we bought Nowhere from the Collector. I didn't know he owned it, and I didn't know he was alive. So that kind of threw me off, but I'm like – I'm just going to suspend my disbelief over that deal. But anyway, Guardians are on nowhere. It looks like they built one set because that's why you saw them on. Yep. Um, but yeah, and so there was a really long musical number. One of the Aliens sang a Christmas song that was kind of full length, which I thought was kind of too long. Um, but it was a band, the old 97s. Is that Kevin Bacon no. and his brother's band? No,
1: no. he's he oh, okay. the Bacon Brothers. They do the Bacon Brothers. Yeah, old 97s the that uh, James Gunn's friends with. He, he actually, it was funny because he actually said, "Well, can you make some music for this?" Well, actually, why don't you just play the parts? Right. So that's the
0: band playing. There Definitely. you go. So yeah, the <clears throat> they kind of throw a wild card uh, in the mix early on because, uh, and of course, spoilers. Sorry, Drax and Mantis are having a conversation. They're obviously pretty chummy, um, and we we see all the Guardians in this too. We see Nebula. We see. 20-somethings bodybuilder Groot. So Groot is no longer the, the spindly, <laughs> like, yeah, he's, yeah, he's like a tree trunk instead of being, uh, instead of being like, a basically, uh, he's wider bush. than
1: he is taller.
0: <laughs> yeah. And his head is really wide. He's kind of got, like yeah. got like a, he's got a lump. As a he's on thing. the roids like, probably has bacne tree tree tre- 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 roids <clears throat> so at any rate uh mantis says well you know peter blah 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 you know the whole thing was about christmas and you know peter's sad because then they have this whole framey sequence about when peter was young and you know Yandu was really down on christmas and spoiled this christmas thing that he and um i always forget the name who's uh, who's the 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 other – Cragen? Craig- Craiglin. Uh, cra- Craig- uh, cra- uh, Craggle. Craggle? Cracklin. Craggle? Craggle pork rinds. Um So at any rate, they say, you know, well, should I tell Peter my big secret that I'm his sister? And we're all like, huh? Because you remember Mantis was, was – was you know, when we met Ego, who was the, the celestial, who's the planet, who was Kurt Russell, who was uh, – Peter's dad. Yeah, it's and, kind of like a, kind of like a weird stretch.
1: I always wonder, yeah. like, maybe Ego has just a ton of kids everywhere, you know. Must, so Peter could be like one of many billions of children. No,
0: but he—he he, remember he just he killed the rest of the kid, the big pile mm-hmm. of bones in Guardians 2, So sure, um, yeah. So anyway, they throw that in there, but the, the whole story, you know, long, short story long, is they're like, well, we want to get Peter something really special. We know he loves Kevin Bacon. Let's go to Earth and kidnap Kevin Bacon, and that's where things get ridiculous. It's fun, but it's. Absurd because they go to L.A. and then they're yes. doing shots in a bar and then they steal the map to the Star's home, which is what we we're talking they about. They
1: beat up a GoBot and apparently yeah. GoBots are now like
0: a real group of people. That made me chuckle because I thought about your feelings about GoBots. <laughs>
1: <I> <laughs> quality,
0: toys, exactly. really <laughs> quality toys. Exactly. bad. Quality toys and quality Did you know,
1: Charlie, they are actually they have a Minnesota's roots because they are owned or created by the Tonka company, no No, Tonka company, which is from Minnetonka and they made all of these steel trucks. So Minnetonka, Minnetonka,
0: Minnesota. Yeah. And they, yeah. My goodness. So, um, so anyway, yeah, they, they do kidnap Kevin Bacon, which seemed by breaking into his house and chasing him. And so the whole thing is kind of surreal. I guess I was trying to decide while I was watching it, if it was kind of too surreal. I don't know. But anyway, they bring him back and then Mantis has him, you know, hypnotized with her powers. And uh, but eventually it all works out and blah, 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 spirit of Christmas. And he gets to go home. But then Mantis does finally tell Peter that that they're siblings and, you know, yippee. Um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this one. It just was it was fun, but it was it was weird in that guardian's vein. But it was almost too weird. I don't know. Does that make any sense to you?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's ultimately probably a little too long. It probably would have been a good like 25-minute like Charlie Brown's Christmas special length. They did overindulge. I did not like the animation style they used for like those. It looked weird. It looked kind of something that was from the 80s. Yeah, it was Franklin. It kind of felt off a little bit, but I, I did enjoy it. But yeah, I mean, it got a little long in the tooth and some of the jokes... Yeah. You know, probably outstayed their welcome.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I would say of the, uh, especially when you compare it to the other presentation we had, which was the, uh, what, what was the new the new name we gave? The Werewolf by Night one?
1: Once, the Once upon, upon a Werewolf. A Werewolf. The Once yeah, upon Once a Werewolf, Upon a Christmas, on,
0: yeah. Which we had last month was exceptional. So th- if I was yeah. to hold the two up, I would say that this doesn't really, this is definitely more for, the kids and the, the people who are a little bit more surface level with Marvel stuff. So yeah, I, I, wouldn't, I would give it probably like a six and a half out of 10. Just didn't really blow me away. Yeah,
1: I, we had, we had a good time. We had, we, we laughed at certain parts. It's probably like right. a seven out of for me, but yeah,
0: didn't blow the roof off the house. Exactly. Correct. So anyway, all right, that's it for me. What you got.
1: All right. Well, I'm trying to, and it's weird, Charlie, I'm not mm-hmm. sure what to call this. It's not a pile of shame, really. It's just a, a pile of stuff I need to get to. It's things yeah. I like and want to watch, but I just had or read. And it's like, it's just, I don't want to call it a shameful. I just think it's a thing I need to, you know, I, I need to start using, you know, going into your library of content that you owned, you just have not watched or read. Right. So I need to get better about that. So one of the things is like, I really like John Wick one. I know you're not a fan. And I'm like, but I own John Wick two and John Wick three because I got them like d- dirt cheap, you know. At a hot, like, I think right now is the best time for Black Friday. Buy movies because they're like ten bucks. You can get four K. Oh, it's a just like, it's for ten bucks. Exa- huh? Well, but it's a disc plus digital code plus oh, Blu Ray, so you like can this. do whatever you want. So it's the best time to buy these. So I have, and there's still a lot of deals if you're still listening to do that. And so I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna watch John Wick two because I mean to, uh, been meaning to, and I and I really like the first and the fourth movies coming out. So I'm like I better get moving because I've got until March to catch up. So um, I did watch John Wick Two, um, and it's a direct sequel to John Wick One. Basically, just takes right you know right after that. Um, no spoilers. This movie. If you intended to watch this movie like me, um, you know, don't listen if you not watched it yet. But um, it's essentially he thinks he's out. A haunting part of his past basically says you've got one more job to do, or you aren't out. And he takes it begrudgingly, and it kind of goes wrong, of course. So um, it's neat because they bring in some other characters, and it's funny because one of those characters, Charlie, is played by Common. I'm like, oh no, Common is in this, <laughs> the rapper. Oh if you guys don't know who Common is, and it's like really, <laughs> but he was actually pretty good. Yeah. And the and and what I'll say, these movies are. They're like a smarter version of the Fast and Furious films. They are not like deep films. Kind of reminds me of like the Dirty Harry films of like the 70s and 80s. Um, But what they do is they add really good – Cin- uh, like cinematography or uh choreography for action sequences but the actual plot isn't very detailed it's basically like kill people that's your thing but what they do is a really good job of making really good environments like they call set pieces they have awesome set pieces killing people in cool places it looks cool and the dialogue is sparse uh Lawrence Fishburne is in this which is great he's another mm-hmm. character they throw into the mix which is awesome um it's got some really good actors in it um but it is It is not for someone looking for a huge plot, uh, really a detailed, intricate characterization. Uh, You get a lot of, uh, you know, Keanu Reeves being Keanu Reeves. But if you're looking for really well done action sequences and just a very brisk pace where it doesn't like we're going to get too uh, into the, you know, we're going to take a 13 minute break. By not doing anything to move the plot forward. Nope, you're not getting it. You're moving forward. You know, very <laughs> lean. Uh, it's great. I, I I really like these movies quite a bit. Um, it, because they they know what they are and they do it very well. Um, and they are not like overindulgent in being like, oh, it's John, you know, it's 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 the fast and furious where there's like, is somebody gonna do something stupid? Is somebody gonna be really quippy and dumb. Nope, they they move on. They they know what they are. So I really enjoy it. The third movie is once again, it's just like setting up the pacing. Something's gonna happen. You know what's going on. And the good news is no dog died in this one. So Aww, that made me very happy.
0: That's good. Very, well so so they're going are they going every other uh Every Good other question. film, uh, every other film, dead dog. <laughs> uh, I hope not, because I would be on the next one. Would be the dead dog, and I don't want a dead dog. Yeah. No, pass on the dead dog. I don't yeah. like it. No, it's oh yeah, Lens
1: Reddick is in this too, and it was great. So oh, a boy. really cool cast of just characters. Really, really enjoy it. Some really yeah. cool, stylish kills. Some really nice. cool stuff. So yeah, check it out. Um, it's almost like kind of doing the James Bond thing where they used to be a little bit more fun. Yeah. This kind of does take that. So yeah, it's very cool. Uh, so then Charlie watched. Wednesday on Netflix so this I is I know did, did that
0: just come out because I keep hearing it did about it, it came whatever. out okay. yeah
1: came out how, like I think it came out Wednesday of the Thanksgiving break Wednesday after uh, so Wednesday okay exactly so it is all at eight episodes dropped. this is directed by um, Tim Burton but the thing I was like amazed by this is by the folks who are behind Smallville Miles Millar Ooh. and oh, Alfred really? Go. right There's is that cool. who it is yeah. Uh, yeah that's them those guys yeah. are still alive my god Yeah, so they're behind this, and this is a different take on the Adam family. It's focused on Wednesday. Essentially, she's had some hijinks at other normie schools, so they essentially have her enroll into the Nevermore Academy. That's where Morticia and Gomez both went. Uh, You've got a really cool cast of characters. You've got uh, Juan Guzman as Gomez, and then you've got, um, oh, what's her name? Uh Michael oh, isn't that Catherine Zeta Jones? Oh. It is. She's yeah. in it. She plays Morticia. Mm-hmm. Um and also Fred Armisen is Uncle uh, Fester. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I haven't gotten to Uncle Fester here. He's coming. I know he's in this thing. But yeah. it's really cool. It's 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 really sets up. It's definitely got a uh that that dark sense of humor, which I like. Um it's more of a focused on Wednesday, so it's about like that teen thing, but there's no like love elements but it is kind of a murder mystery which i kind of think is kind of set it up they're setting up some dynamics in the plot i liked it quite a bit um the
0: episodes are like an hour long though i'm like oh this is long wow and how is it like an hour long tense like 10 hours long kind of deal uh that would be yeah so um and
1: tim burton i don't know if he directed all of them but he's definitely an executive producer he did direct the first episode and interesting um i i really enjoyed it so i'm gonna check out more uh, chris's Loving it, so she's already watched episode two without me. She said, "I'll watch the next one again." So I'm like, "Okay, cool. I'm in huh? for the ride." Huh? Yeah. All right, all
0: right, good deal. Yeah.
1: I think it's well worth it because you know we've had some some hits and misses on Netflix, and I think this is kind of cool, yeah. and it's it's getting good reviews. And the girl playing Wednesday is phenomenal. She's really cool. great.
0: That's good. Yeah. That's good. I mean you know Christina Ricci nailed that role back with those oh, films in the '90s. No spoiler. Well, I guess. She, Christina no, 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 actually has a role in this too. I've I've heard it. I've I have yeah. heard it. So, um, is it, this is a Netflix drop? It's all out there now. Yeah, or? It's all out there now. Yeah, gotcha. gotcha. Yeah, fill we'll it in. Bit, yeah. Maybe, maybe if you're we'll looking look. for something that's not cheery and bright, get something a little bit more dank. Oh, I told you on Netflix. We already did. We started watching that Marilyn Monroe movie, and there's nothing cheery and bright about that. <laughs> well, that, <laughs> I'm sure it had a happy ending. <laughs> it doesn't have a happy ending. It what? doesn't. Have, it doesn't have a happy beginning or a middle either.
1: Oh, yikes. Mm. Oh, uh, my God, goodbye,
0: Norma Jean. We knew oh, you so well. There you go. Elton John does not appear. All right. Well, with that, Todd, the mutants await. It's time to get out the Air Qantas app. The land down under is our destination. So let's keep those mutants happy by getting ourselves down to the Thunderdome. Welcome to
1: another edition of Thunderdome.
0: Thank you, Tina.
1: The mutants have been gathered for a topic or a game to be entertained. And this week, we're getting in the holiday spirit. So we're doing 20 questions, holiday edition. And this week, we've aligned to say we're going to take a character from a holiday film. Um, Real or not real, animated or live action, it doesn't matter. It's all up for grabs. So, Charlie, would you like to guess
0: or answer? I will uh, answer, so you may guess. Ooh, I'll start my okay, little okay. I'll start my ticker on the side There's C. See, question number 1. All Far right, away. is this a, is this a live
1: action character? Yes. All right. Uh, okay, live action. Did this character appear before the year 2000? Yes. Okay. Okay, live action character. Um Is this character playing someone fanciful, meaning like, you know, powered or, or like mythical? No. Okay. So normal dude. Normal dude. Okay. I mean, I, well, you can say, so I'll ask a question. Male or is this a male?
0: It is a dude, which is a male. Okay, non-mythical dude. Okay, non-mythical dude. <laughs> I know that song, non-mythical dude. Right, yeah, yeah it's very '90s. Wasn't that uh, Matthew Sweet did that one?
1: Yeah, or was it all the uh, what is it? All the dudes. So it's like uh, all the dudes, man. That's a uh, David Bowie. Oh, there's another one. It's like there's another one. That's, I can't remember the name. Never mind. We're, we're tangenting, tangenting, unless it is David Bowie, but I don't think so. Right. Um, okay, so you said before the year 2000. Um, is this in black and white? No. Okay, so it's colorific. Um, and it is, okay, so and, and we said these are films, so not on TV, so we're getting into a lens. Okay, uh, did this this film... Character, uh, appear first appear in the eighties.
0: The film came out of the eighties, yes. Came out in the eighties, okay,
1: mm, okay. Ooh, oh, eighties holiday character film, non fantastical dude. Okay. Hmm. All right. Um, is this the main character? No. Oh, it's not the main character. Oh, boy. Um, is this movie based on a classic tale? No. Oh, okay. Okay, I think we're where we're going here. Um, mm-hmm. Do people get killed in this movie?
0: Nobody gets killed in this movie. Okay, so you're not going to die hard. Okay. <laughs> It would be great though, wouldn't
1: it? I was going to say, I'm like, I, that's a a, a place we could go. Okay. That'll
0: Um, end up up being yours now. It's hefty. Okay.
1: Is this a comedic character? I would say so. Yes. Comedic character. Okay. Um, Is this based on a notable franchise? No. Not, Not a notable franchise. Not the main character. No deaths. So, hmm. 11. Ooh. Okay, let's see. Um, did I ask if this was a comedy?
0: I don't think you did, but okay. it is. Well, is it,
1: it is <clears throat> a comedy. Okay. Comedy, 80s. Um, um, it is not Sleepaway Camp, the Christmas
0: special. And you said it's not part of a franchise either. You didn't ask me that question, no. Oh, I thought I did. You asked me if it was based... You asked me if it was based upon something... Well, I guess we didn't make it a franchise. So. Uh, yeah, I thought e- I said a franchise. Is this part of a franchise? No. It's a, not that's a part a of a franchise. Okay, okay. A, okay. So, that, so yeah. we
1: revised that thing. So, okay, because okay. I was thinking maybe you're thinking of, like, um, something else. Okay. Um, wow. 80s. 80s Christmas. And you said, and you said comedic. So, mm, okay. Okay. Um, is the actor playing the character
0: someone famous? Not, no. I, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't say famous. Ooh, okay. So not famous, more like a character actor. Ooh,
1: ooh. This is rough. Um, I'm kind of clueless here. Okay. Um, does this deal with Santa Claus?
0: Does this? Does the character deal with Santa Claus?
1: Well, it's like it's like it's like Santa Claus part of this movie this character's in. Like.
0: Of sorts. I did. Yes. Yes. Okay. There's a oh, Santa okay. Claus presence. Yes.
1: Okay. Okay. Um. Hmm.
0: Wow. This has got me. I'm to think I, like that it would, st- I like it. You would. I like it. This is stumper. And I, I, I don't. The okay. film. At is least this, I don't think it's a stumper. Is this,
1: is this a film that is. Like. It's, it's part of like the tradition. Like everybody watches this film.
0: I would say yes. Okay, yes.
1: So very, it's, w- it's, very well. It's re- well regarded. Um, well regarded. Okay. Part, of the, part okay. of the Pantheon. Yes. Okay. I guess I didn't ask this. Um, does this film, we said it when it came out, but does this film take place in like modern times when it was released? It does not. So that should help you okay, out right so, there. Okay. So not modern times. Okay. Does this take place in. Jolly old England it does not does not place take place in jolly old England okay
0: unjollied so. un England this is mm, question eighteen I, you're coming I, upon ooh you're gonna have I to- don't think you would go back to this well, but maybe you did
1: okay um is this is this deal with is the main characters on this film focused on kids? The main characters in this film are kids, yes. Oh, God. So I think I know where you're going. Question 19. Um, is this character? Okay. Okay. Got it. Got, I get two more guesses, right? And then I have to actually an- take my guess, right? Correct. Questions? Okay. Uh, is, the, is the character that we're talking about the villain? Yes. Okay. Is this character have yellow eyes? Yes. Ah. <laughs> you got it. Right on the dot. Say it. it. Is the character Scott Farkas? Amundo. I always thought it was Scott. But then I'm like, nope. They keep
0: saying Scut. Like, yes. Yeah, does the name?
1: Scutterthin.
0: Scut Scutterford. Old man Scudderothers? Scud- Scud- Scudders. Scud, <laughs> Scud- word? Like Brad. Like, like it's not like, even a Scud. Like, yeah. Like it's like, like, like Bradward Boimler? Yeah. Scud. Everybody's favorite <laughs> Scud. <laughs> it was probably a family name from the old country. That's Scut. That does count. Look at it's that in, in 20. So good. Good Man, deal. Yeah, okay. I had to get there.
1: I'm like, okay, where are we going? Okay. All right. Okay. Okay, Charlie. Um, All right. Finger on the button. Okay. I will uh, start doing my my uh, uh, answering your questions. So okay. Go with number one question,
0: Charlie. All right. Is this a live action film? It that's, is that's, indeed. It is okay. Would the live action film that the character is in uh, be pre the year 2000? The film itself, yes, was okay. the pre 2000. Very good. Uh, is the film the character is in set in uh, contemporary times per when it came out? Correct. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Are there mythical elements employed within the film, like real Santa Claus, with doing real Santa Claus shit, so to speak? No. Okay. So, a very contemporary Christmas thing happening pre two thousand. Is the character in question male? Yes. Okay. And. I'm going to assume that incorporates humans since there's non-mythical elements. Uh, is the film released in, let's say, the 1980s? 80s Christmas movie?
1: I bl- Let me just check really quick because okay. I, 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 I assume it's stat, but I could be wrong. doing some research. Uh, let's see. What does it say? Yes, it takes place. What? No,
0: which, which date did you say? I said within the 1980s. Yes. OK. I could also ask you the name of the film, which is fun. Is the film Die Hard? Uh, if you, No, no, because this is the problem. If you ask, you're done. Oh, I see. Yes.
1: If it's I like, ask this, film. Does it start with the letter T? <laughs> no, nope, none of that either. We are not spelling it out. Does it um, include an H?
0: <laughs> is the film, uh, are the primary characters in the film adults? I'd say yes. Okay. Is this like a, a is this a film that some refuse to acknowledge as a Christmas movie? <laughs> or is it a little bit more widely known as a Christmas movie?
1: It, it, it. Yes, it's yes, it's I guess whatever whatever rambling way you said is this acknowledged as a Christmas movie? Is that your question? Yes,
0: yes, correct. okay. Christmas movie from the eighties male character um, let's see here. Um, is the male character like a, an adventurer like a cop or somebody who's like gun toting like like in die hard? <laughs> Not that we're aware of. Not that we're aware of. Okay. So um, does the film take place in the United States of America? Tis indeed. Oh, gotcha. America. Okay. America. Um, let's see. And the characters are mostly. Um, so if the characters are mostly adults. Oh, and, and it wouldn't be home alone because that was in the 90s. It was in 1990. Uh, which is one of the bigger Christmas? That's movies the thing,
1: right? You get some of these yeah. like it's on the cusp of like when? Right.
0: When was it? Let's see here. So uh, the in this film is, uh, did I ask the Santa Claus question? I think you asked mythical. Okay. Is I think does you did. D- does Santa Claus appear as a character in, uh, of some variety in this film? Ooh, it was a Christmas movie, so.
1: You know, if it did, it's not a huge focus. Okay, so gotcha. I guess it would say no. Kind of a one-off.
0: And if and I'm asked, wrong, you can sue me. I guess. And the I, I asked it where the film was set. and I say it was this you know the good old US of A? And I, I believe Yes, you yes. Yep. Okay. Yep. Let's see here. So male character. Male character is an adult. No, I didn't ask if the character was an adult. I said if, if the main characters in the film were an adult. So is Correct. is our character an adult? or a child yes yes adult. Is an adult okay Christmas movies from the 80s it's a live action film that was my first question so it's not a mm-hmm. cartoon is this it's character Roger Rabbit yes is this well that's not a Christmas movie is this character involved in somehow a wacky plot to save Christmas let's say for example mm. I mean, aren't we all? Are we all trying to save Christmas in our own way? <sighs> that's what I can't really give you a definitive yes or no. Which means yes. <laughs> if you want it to be. <sighs> like Christmas Christmas is in your heart. Oh my gosh, it's another Christmas movie from the 80s because you're right. I think of a Christmas story, I think of Die Hard. <laughs> I think of anything? There're only two, Charlie. There are only two. I guess there two well, business everything, movies. Everything, everything came
1: before. Remember me? Santa Claus the movie that gym with Dudley, <laughs> Dudley. What's
0: his name? Uh, Dud- Dudley Moore.
1: Yes, he was in that. He was an elf. Oh
0: my gosh! No, I. Don't. You need to
1: watch. Oh, Santa Claus the movie. You need to watch it. it oh my gosh! John it, Lithgow was in that as kind of like
0: big, big man business. It's not for oh bad man business. Uh, Mr. M- Mr. Business, like from the Lego yes. movie, okay. Yes. So, 80s DMC, blah, 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 blah. it's not the Santa Claus because that's also in the 90s. My god, I'm really stuck. Um, I'm gonna have to phone a friend. Oh, wait, that's not a thing. Um, ring ring, it's me. Yes, give me, <laughs> give, give me, give me a clue, Luigi. <laughs> it's me, Mario. It's a me, Luigi, Mario. Oh. Ah. Ah, yes, oh it's my, not it's not a Nintendo movie. Sorry, Charlie. Oh my God, how disappointing. Um I'm I'm bankrupt on this one. I can't believe it. I mean, you you took it right to the end. Only twelve, oh the only twelve questions in. I know, and it's it's not like you've done it for the same movie because it would have been set in the 1980s. <laughs> so. Yes, I'm gonna ask the same one. No, you could <laughs> so like, you didn't get it. <laughs> it's his brother, it's his brother Randy. Yes, um, exactly. Golly, I, I can't think of another 80s Christmas movie. I'm really stalled. Um, <laughs> i don't know what to do um definitely in the 80s though huh so it's not like home alone mm-hmm. it's not like set in chicago it's not like planes trains and automobiles because that's a thanksgiving movie because we watched mm-hmm. it yeah. okay and the child the, the character is an adult or a child mm-hmm. did we say okay yep the character is an adult and a child. It's like a teenager. No, no. no you <laughs> know, you said the character is an adult. Yes, you got oh, that right. Is- okay, but it's not. Okay. God, I just don't. I'm lost. I might have to throw in the towel. I just don't know. Can you give me, Can you give me a clue? You didn't ask me for a clue, which I was impressed by.
1: that's a hard one i uh, just 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 think of just ask some more random questions okay it'll help you
0: so the character is an adult does he have a does he have a family like is it a family okay it's family thing there's a family it's the 80s um it's christmas is this one of these i've got to say christmas kind of movies like i got to get like a you know it's like Arnold Schwarzenegger's got to get the last Turbo Man, but that, yeah.
1: In a way, yes. Christmas probably needs to be saved. Okay, gotcha. In a way, but like, I said, ho- don't don't make that your focus. Okay, like I gotta you know gotta rescue Santa Claus from jail or something.
0: Oh wait a second. Okay, so the adult the character is he is he kind of a villainous character? No. No. Okay. No. He's not a powerful television executive, by chance? No. Damn it. It's not Scrooged, which is my other favorite Christmas movie. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Oh, my God. That would have been a good one. Yeah. Frank Frank Cross. That's the only other Christmas movie I can think of from the – I am stuck. Oh, I can't – this is bad. I mean, I've lost for these before, but I've never – this is like, you know, the dream where you're, you know, naked for you got, your algebra you've test. you got five
1: more questions, Charlie. Oh, my God. Um, Just ask, you know, random questions. I mean
0: uh, – So is the guy uh, – did he lose his job or something like that? he's like, I need my spirit of Christmas. No? Doesn't have like a crisis – oh, wait a second. Is this a comedy? Yes. Okay. And is the character a bumbling family man? Yes. Okay. And is the character that we're talking about the main character of the film? No. Oh, why? Okay. Oh, is the character we're talking about potentially a a cousin of the main character of the film? Possibly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. And is the character Cousin Eddie from the family, uh, the National Lampoon's Family Vacation? Yes. Yeah, oh right. my god. Oh, and that's one that I think that came out in 1989, so it was right at it the end 1989, of the that's yeah. why I had to
1: guess. I had like it, it's right in that cusp because I saw it with my dad. I didn't yeah. know like specifically and um and it was funny because um, when you asked, like, is Christmas on the line? I'm like, kinda. The pool You're is right. on, on the line. Yeah. The Christmas pool. The pool is yeah. on the line. right? And then, you <laughs> and know... know the kids the, have to get gifts, right? Yeah, the
0: family Christmas and everything goes awry because, you know, they have Uncle What's-His-Butt smoking a cigar and he burns the tree up and just yep. all the crazy bullshit happens. So, okay, yeah. and Phoebe, We
1: have that Phoebe Cates kind of moment, but it's not Phoebe Cates, but it's the lady from the lingerie counter.
0: Yeah, Mary yeah. Can I put yeah. something on for you? Take something off for you or whatever it is that she says? Yeah.
1: Uh, nipple. Nipply. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: What was the, you doing the sign of the cross? I know. Like, you like you can't like look, look yeah. now? Kind of, kind of like that. Yeah, yeah exactly.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh so we, we got there. Like I said, no. just, just guess, just,
0: Guess you know. I you can't believe we'll We both we both took it to the end of the line. So th- this was a that's good right. one. This is one of the better ones that we've had in a while because we we both won, but it was very hard fought. And I think
1: it, that's it was like a Christmas miracle, Charlie. It was little, a Christmas little an Angel got its wings. Uh, there will be goose for everyone. Check your check under the you know the tree. <laughs> everyone gets everyone gets their Christmas bonus. Whether it be a uh, you know
0: uh, a, 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 what is a jelly of the month club. Maybe that's <laughs> all it is. I don't like it. Oh, man. And with that, we bring this show to a close. Todd, thank you, friends. As always, friends, thank you for joining us. Todd, where do people find you out there on the webs of Intra?
1: Yeah, it's funny because we're in kind of this mix, Charlie, as you know. I'm right. on Twitter at t but I'm also on Hive. at. Uh, I believe I'm at... Todd of War uh, is my <laughs> title, but Todd Oxtra, if you search for me there as well, because we're just trying to figure out where people are going to be, because right. we don't know. But you know what? We're, we're figuring You're it right. out. Right. Yeah, but um, you know, Discord is a great place to find all of us. We, we're having an influx of people from your, your Star Trek group, which is great. But we want right. people not just—we don't want it just to be a Star Trek group. We want people to like enjoy no, all because, the goofy stuff.
0: And we do. I do. I have a whole separate group of people that uh, is on our Region 13 SFI server. Which, if you're listening to the show and you're you're, you're a part of Region 13 or an SFI at all, we. Discord is where we're really finding that we're making great connections because we I've connected with people who have been in my chapter. One guy in particular, he's got a great job. He lives in Grand Rapids, but his job is he's the first mate on a freighter in Lake Superior. I kid you not. And so he is right now. We've met once because we met at Mission Chicago back in April. He had been a member of our chapter, uh, but we had never interacted. Because he doesn't do Facebook, and that was where mm-hmm. all, we had all our Absolutely. eggs in that basket. Now that we're in Discord, this guy is—he—he got—he took OTS, he got his ensign's commission, so he's an officer in the club, and he's running through taking all these classes at Starfleet Academy while he's sitting there on the ship with nothing to do. He's just doing classes on S. That sounds dangerous, Charlie. I'm I on said, a ship. Well, and I have nothing to do except well, drive the boat <laughs> because he's not working. I don't think the first <laughs> oh, mate drives okay. the boat. Yeah, but uh, no, it's really great. So yeah, so I would put in my two cents. Watch out for those itself. icebergs in the great lakes. You better believe it. Well, all right. You can also find uh, me at Twitter uh, at the C3. I'm a little sour on Facebook these days. I'm off Instagram. There was a whole thing. I got hacked. I'm not saying that much more about it, but I, yeah, I'm 100% on board with Discord. Um, so yeah, please find us there, not only obviously for Secret Trends, but definitely for the other part of my life, which we touched upon, which is the USS Grand Petoskey, or the West Michigan chapter uh, of the International Star Trek Fan Club. You can find us at that website, and again, on Discord, and yes, still on Facebook. Um, and yeah, that's me. Um, so without further ado, friends, again, thank you for joining us. I'm going to tell you that sharing is caring and to keep on trucking be the hero not the villain in a truck shitter's full this podcast is part of the secret friends unite podcasting network visit secretfriendsunite.com for more great shows articles news reviews and more secret friends unite podcasts are available on apple google spotify and other podcast services around the world